The sports story everyone's talking about today is just moments away. So call or text us right now at 573-875-KTGR and make your voice heard. This is The Big Show with Andy and Brendan on KTGR. Second hour of the program. Thanks for tuning in to The Big Show on ESPN 100.5 and 105.1 KTGR. Total Sports Station in Mid-Missouri. Thanks for tuning in online to KTGR.com and on the KTGR app. It's Andy Brendan and producer Chris. By the way, the KTGR app, you can go and find more info on how to donate now in the Commerce Bank One for One Holiday Food Drive. We're in the final hour, final push. We hope you can count on your donation right now. Go to KTGR.com to find all the details or stop by the Columbia Mall or Buckeye in Jefferson City to make your donation. In the meantime... We'll give our top five, bottom five NFL quarterbacks as they uh, stand right now or whatever uh, criteria we decide to come up with in the coming minutes. But first, it's 5 o'clock. It's time for the top five at five on the big show. Number one. You want to trade away for curtain number one? You can have curtain one. Craig Berube fired by the St. Louis Blues after last night's loss to the Red Wings. This was a move that I dreaded seeing it happen because you could feel maybe that this wasn't going to be a great year for the Blues, but it's not really Craig Berube's fault, in my opinion. I kind of lean more toward, hey, Doug Armstrong, you built this roster. I know you've had a lot of success in St. Louis. I know you were the architect of that Stanley Cup team, but Berube was the coach of it, and I feel like the fact that the team's not doing well this year is more on the players that Armstrong put in place rather than the coach himself. But Drew Bannister will be the interim coming up from the Springfield Thunderbirds. The Blues aren't that far out of a playoff spot, so maybe they're able to see their season as we often see with an interim head coach. Number two. Number two. Your timing is impeccable. Draymond, you're not my guy anymore. I can't back you any longer. The windmill slap move on Yusuf Nurkic is enough. Look, when you allegedly stomped on Debonis Sabonis earlier in the year, the uh, that was one thing, or that was last year, I should say. But this year, three ejections for just crazy stuff you're doing in games. There's an NBA decision on a suspension still coming. I have to imagine it'll be at least the five games that he got for putting Rudy Gobert in a headlock. But yeah, I'm uh, I, I'm not Team Draymond anymore. Number three. I find it interesting that Patrick Mahomes told Kadarius Tony to just be you. That's what he needs to do. I don't know. I think he should be anybody else that doesn't get flagged for things that happen in the key moments of games. But nevertheless, I think the Chiefs are going to be all right this week against the Patriots. Although, no Pacheco still and no Donovan Smith, the left tackle, again at Wednesday's practice. Uh, it'd be nice to get one or both of those guys back. But you can't run the ball on the pads anyway. Number four. Oh, I shanked it. Interesting news from Jeff Passan. They're going to do a new event at spring training this coming year with the prospects called Spring Breakout from March 14th to 17th. They're going to pit one organization's best prospects against another team's in a game that's part of a doubleheader with a regularly scheduled spring game. Usually we see those younger prospects on, like, the backfields, but now they're going to probably televise some of those games. And if this goes well, I could see it being like a tournament of sorts in future years, kind of a way to spice up spring training a bit. I like the idea. Number five. What is the five fingers? Side of the face. Stop. It's the Chiefs against themselves, but it's also the Chiefs against Bill Belichick this week, and maybe for the final time, although asked about his job security amid this awful season, Belichick replied in his typical fashion, getting ready for Kansas City. That's the Big Show's top five at five on KTGR.
875-KTGR. If you want to call or text us, we're on to Kansas City. It's over for him, but he's on to Kansas City. Yeah. I mean, that's it's just the to the very bitter end, he's going to be the same way that he always is, oh, yeah. but he's done. I don't think you can bring him back. Yeah, Robert Kraft is fed up. I know that those guys have had a great relationship for you know a long long time well but again you it, can't... Might, it might be time for a blow up you know maybe it's not just the head coach I mean, yeah yes the quarterback's bad and maybe if you had a better one things would be a little bit better but clearly the direction was was not where you wanted it to go and tom brady masked a lot of maybe the issues that your team had uh throughout even the years that you were winning like, it wasn't the best of all-around teams right. that won those Super Bowls and, and, and put themselves in position to win Super Bowls. And sometimes they were exposed for that and lost in the playoffs. But, yeah, we're just seeing kind of the end of a big-time era in, in NFL football. Did you see the conversation that happened on college game day, I, I believe before the Army-Navy game, yeah. because it was in Foxborough where they played the game, and they had Robert Kraft on the set, and at one point, Pat, Pat McAfee told him, I don't envy your position, what's about to happen. Like, we all know. We don't have to ask about it. And Robert Kraft is like, I don't, what, do you say, what do you say to that? <laughs> but it's kind of interesting. And I, I heard him talking about this on uh, on Freddie and Harry on KTGR earlier today, where it was like both those guys were on college game day, but at different times. Like, Robert Kraft was on, but then later on they had Bill Belichick as the guest picker. It's Wouldn't kind of, it make sense to have them on at the same time? Like the fact if that they're were not, going well, yeah. That like you can't tell me that if the Patriots, you know, if they're eight and five or whatever right now, and just probably going to make the playoffs or wild card or whatever, that they don't structure that differently. But it feels like there's obviously some trouble in paradise, and I think you could yeah. be can't be seen in the same room. It's, or something it's like kind of weird, that. right? It does feel that way, but it, it gets very awkward when that happens too, right? When you have the coach in the room, it, and they've done that for firings before, like not the Patriots, but I've seen this for other teams. I think there was like an an infamous like Ed Orgeron shaking the hand of the LSU AD when he got canned or something like that. Oh my gosh, like, it was just what would you do? Like I would be out of that <laughs> I, room if I'm the coach. Right. Like, why would I, would I even not stick around? Up. I mean. It, just release a statement if you let if they let you do that or something like that. Mike Schilt I mean, did that. Like they get, gave him a chance to be on, but you know, and you, or your own your own PR statement through whatever sure. channels yeah. you want to put out there, and just you know head to the bar. Just go, go, <laughs> just get out of here. You're fired. I just, got a bunch of buyout money. I'm just gonna go crazy for a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Uh, but we'll see how that situation plays out. The remaining four weeks of the Patriots season. Um, but the Chiefs yeah, are going to stomp them. The this Chiefs week. should it's stomp coming. them. It should be coming. All right. How about the top five, bottom five NFL quarterbacks that <laughs> okay. we are going to make up the rules it's on so as we hard go? All right, do how do we do this? Like seriously, yeah. I don't know how we're going to do this, Chris. I just because I'm, of all the injuries, like that's why it makes it so difficult yeah, this year to. Because okay, the the name you brought up to me during the commercial break, we were talking about this off air, was Joe Burrow, and it's Burrow. like, well, do you count Joe Burrow still as part of your, you know? lexicon or is he ineligible because he's been hurt for a while i say we don't make any rules and we just find out where the other guy lands and, and if i disagree with you i can really all argue right it. number one joe burrow i'm putting him number one wow <laughs> no i'm just kidding because uh, jake browning uh, <laughs> was my number one okay that's so well that's fair i mean that's could be uh but well I, i'm just gonna lay it out right now i'm not going to pick anybody who's hurt okay like, right now i won't Perfectly fine. Uh, I because think I think Joe Burrow is maybe the only guy that could make the list uh, out of the guys who are hurt. Like maybe wow. you can maybe argue Kirk Cousins. Shots fired at Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think. Uh, I actually, well, yeah, no, <laughs> I was not going to put him in my top no, five. You, no, I wasn't going to do I it. think it's reasonable to mostly yeah. stick to the guys that are that are healthy. But yeah. like, it's more fun too for the bottom five because 
a few weeks ago, there are names that guys weren't even playing, but now they're back to being the starter. And of course, he's going to be in my bottom five. I'm talking about very one specific quarterback for the Jets. But anyway, (laughs) we just just do whatever makes you feel good. I think that's that. But do we want to start with the top five or the bottom five? What do you want to do first? Okay, because Chris needs to know. Well, I'm actually going to let Chris decide. I want Chris to just don't even tell us. Don't even tell us. Just start playing the music music. that we that we are uh, supposed to. uh, Oh, okay. That's bottom five. That's bottom five. Much better than the old. very scary, creepy music that he did uh, when he slowed minor down. Minor key for the primetime music. He, yeah, it was he not... was like in a minor key and slowed down to like point seven five. <laughs> Having a bottom time. five quarterback is scary. It it is scary. But now we can just talk about it in more of like a circus terminology. Sure, yeah. That's kind of what this music uh, is is giving me. So, all right, Andy, you want to start at thirty two or twenty eight? What which direction are we moving? This I'm gonna is go. A, let's go thirty two. Okay, that's let's fine. Go at the very bottom. Okay, he's not a starter, but I'm picking Mac Jones. Called it. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you went ahead and go there. Uh, well, I mean that's fair because. He's so not, bad that he got so benched for Bailey Zappi. He's not playing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from what we can tell, he's perfectly healthy. So really, though, the number could be like thirty-six. We just uh, we're going to call. Well, it. Could you also say Josh Dobbs is part of that because he's being benched too? <laughs> that was the <laughs> name that I was afraid of you bringing up because I, mean, I thought it's probably not wrong the way he's been playing. Yeah, but like before the season, he wasn't supposed to. I guess that's not entirely true because we knew that Kyler was hurt. So when he was in Arizona. It was like, oh, Josh Dobbs is going to get a chance, maybe. But they traded for him like right before the season. Yeah, he they, was were, on they were ready to go to Clayton Toon at the start of the year. Clayton Toon, man. Anyway, okay. you can you can put Josh Dobbs down here if you want. Okay. I'm saying right. Mac Jones, 32. Stamp it. He's my worst quarterback in the uh, league right now. If man. he gets a better situation, maybe we'll see more from him. But that's I'm, hard to argue. It's gross. That's it's been disgusting. Um. I'm going to say it's Zach Wilson because, I mean, <laughs> okay, he's 31. Like, he's I'll, I'll he's my it. 32. I mean, the thing is, like, they went to him and then they <laughs> realized that he was so bad that they had to go to something named Boyle or whatever it something. was for, uh, for the Jets. And then they thought, well, even worse there. So I guess we're going to go back to our very terrible quarterback. But what about that deal where Zach Wilson was like, actually, I don't want to be the quarterback. <laughs> that was like a two-day saga where he, it, he wanted to. Now I'm, I'm just like, if you Google Zach Wilson at any given time, you're bound to come up with something interesting. Here's a yeah. New York Post. Robert Sala's interesting response to report about Zach Wilson's trade agreement. Like, wait, he's now got the power to request a trade? They're like, yeah, dude, we can trade you. We can try, but it's not like, where's that going to go? Who's going to want Zach Wilson at this point? What an absolute unfortunate flame-out situation. And I think the Jets bungled it, too. Like, I know we've talked all year about the Jets aren't great without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But they they have a pretty solid defense. Like, I think they could have been. Give them Gardner Minshew and what's the Jets record? Does that make sense? Like, I feel like if they would have prioritized the backup position, we talked with Will Carroll about this on so, Tuesday. I think that's a real thing that teams need to start paying attention to. But they were locked into Zach Wilson's rookie deal anyway, and yeah. so they were like, "Eh, what's the, what's the worst that could happen? Aaron no, Rodgers probably won't get hurt." Well, he did. I have, I still have seen several issues with the Jets other than just the quarterback this year, to the point where I 
look, Aaron Rodgers would have obviously been better, but I don't know if quarterback they're changes like, it, everything. It, no, Andy, I get it, it but the, the, the thing, offensive man. line, you got to have people blocking for the quarterback too, and that offensive line has been terrible this year. It's been banged up also, uh, but I mean, there there are too many uh, spots on this team where I thought, man, it, it's. Sometimes it's not quantifiable. Sometimes it's culture, like winning these games. Uh, They've already released not. Tim like, Boyle, by the way. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Zach Wilson's my worst. Mac Jones is my second worst. Okay, so we, number thirty-one. We so we flipped, flipped those, them, but and I don't it's, have a it's problem. Interchangeable, honestly. My third worst is Bryce Young. Yeah, he's mine too. Yeah, I have my third. And I wanted to put him higher just because I want to hold out even a little bit of optimism. But the fact of the matter is. I think you were set up pretty well to even without DJ Moore, they traded him away. They signed Adam Thielen, though. They signed guys to give veteran him players. guy to like, you got a rookie there, Jonathan Mingo to maybe break in. Like he also stinks. Like yeah, and he also stinks, but maybe that's a, a byproduct of the quarterback. Who knows? But I mean, it's just I know it's only one year, and you can get better. I understand it. Maybe he needed time to sit behind somebody. Who knows? But I. I've seen enough of like uh, very much one of the wrong moves that was made during the draft, which we all thought was the right move, but turns out results-based business, it's uh, it's the wrong move to go with Bryce Young, number one. Yeah, and the great news about this is they look dumb, and we would have sounded dumb. We did sound dumb, but nobody remembers it for right. us. Yeah. Like they, They're the ones that have to live with it. Yeah. We just can turn around and go, Nope, you guys should have known. <laughs> yeah. We're not the ones that get trash. paid to make those decisions. Never won a title with Alabama. That's all I knew it was garbage. Who, though, who was the quarterback? I, I feel like there was an, a guy last year where we were more hesitant to put him so low, or one of us was. Was it a rookie? Because he was like a rookie or a young guy, and it felt like he just maybe needed some more time. I, was I, it I Kenny Pickett? That was really the only rookie maybe, that played last year, was it? It might have been him. I was trying to look and, and think if it might have been from two years ago. I think it probably was Kenny Pickett. Maybe I had him down there and you were yeah. like, well, or vice versa. Doesn't sure. matter. Well, My point is, I don't feel that with Bryce Young, but I maybe I should because I really liked Bryce Young five months ago. And so w- let's keep in mind that it's always possible that a situation changes things and makes a guy look better. Um, but if it doesn't happen by like next year, it's probably not going to happen. And if you're Bryce Young, good good spot to be in because your team doesn't have a draft pick to pick your replacement because they traded it to the Bears to get you in the first place. Yeah. So you're he's going to probably have another year to try to make it happen, but there's just been nothing like elite or explosive about him. You know, like the playmaking ability that you want to see. I thought he'd be a better runner. Uh, so did I. I. It's not yeah. like he was a big runner in college, but I thought both he and Stroud would, would use their mobility yeah. to their advantage. Stroud has done it. He is using his mobility to to make him elite at this level, and Bryce Young looks kind of deer in headlights a lot of the time. So I'm 30th on him as well right now. I'll, I'll leave room for it to get better, but I'm not optimistic at this point. I've got a, a dynasty league where I drafted both of them, and I was like, I need a receiver. So I traded one of Stroud or Young for, like, Devontae Smith and some other stuff. I traded Stroud instead yeah. of Bryce Young. Oh, man. Well, I had a chance to draft him in a dynasty league, too. Didn't do it. I, and I went with Young instead of Stroud. Mm. I think Stroud was taking like two picks later or something like that. That's so gross for you because you're a Texans fan. No, no, I understand. But I was ready to say, like, look, it, the, the, it was true in the NFL. The Panthers chose the quarterback that I thought would have been the be- better one out of the two. It's not to say that Stroud would have been bad. 
But yeah, it, it looks bad now. Look I feel that. like Stroud would have stunk in that spot too. He might have. It's Maybe a, a lot of times it is the spot. I wish we could run these simulations where we're like, okay, put Mahomes on that Bears team and see. Yeah, you know, with that coaching staff and see, would it have been? Would he have still been Mahomes? Now I don't want to live in that universe. If the answer would have been no, because then the world is deprived of Mahomes. But it, it's just hard to it's hard to judge a guy so harshly this early. But it looks very bad for Bryce Young. Eight seven five KTGR. You can give us your bottom five. NFL quarterbacks as we go through them here on the Big Show KTGR. All right, number 29. I'm going with Desmond Ritter. And okay, so this is what I did as well. Yeah. And part of the reason actually reinforces why it's important to have Bryce Young so low. Yeah. I'll explain what I mean by that. This week, do you know how many passing yards Desmond Ritter had this past game? Uh, I bet whatever number you say, it's going to be lower than the actual 70. number. He had 347 passing yards this week. <laughs> he had he had a nice passing yeah. game. Yeah. Do you know who he played against? The Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Bucks pass defense is horrendous. So I'm not crediting like I still feel fine about putting Desmond Ritter down that low. Now another example, part of the problem there could be Arthur Smith, the Falcons coach. I'm not I don't think his philosophies are very good. Whatever happened against Tampa, they they threw the ball a bunch and I did the Falcons lose that game? Yeah, they, they did. did. Yeah, the <laughs> so, last the uh, last minute drive. So that's even more funny that yeah. like Arthur Smith's like, fine, I'll let him throw for three fifty, and we'll see if we win, and then they lose. Um, ouch. But my point with all this is, I went back and was like, well, I bet what did Bryce Young do against the Bucks? I bet everybody's torching the Bucks. One hundred and seventy eight yards, no touchdown, one interception. So that's why Bryce Young is thirty for me. Desmond Ritter is twenty nine. Um, you guess 70 yards for Ritter. That's usually what his number is. He happened to have a better game this week, but still, he's not, he's not very good. He is, and another guy's gotten benched just without injury. And then he's come back. Yeah, and then came back because Heineke was hurt. I I mean, yeah, yeah, Yeah. he he got hurt too. So they just, okay, fine. Desmond Ritter, we're we're short staffed. Can you come back? Just kind of like the Zach Wilson situation. Kind of feels like it. Um, and Desmond Ritter said, no, I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. No, he, did. he didn't. He played. Uh, 875K TGR. All right. The fifth worst is, is difficult because I'm between two guys. One is the starter for an NFL franchise and probably for the foreseeable future. The Uh-oh. other one is just maybe a placeholder. Okay. Well, say the two names and let's talk about it. I'm between Aiden O'Connell and Kenny Pickett. Pickett? I'm going to say Kenny Pickett. Okay, all right. That's the side I'm going to go with. Yeah, I'm so, not a long-term future. Yeah, well, no, it's, right, right. He's it's just almost a, he's not just a guy. fair to O'Connell to put him in that spot. Sure. Kenny Pickett, honestly, I could make the case for Kenny Pickett being lower than Desmond Ritter, but I won't. I, I'm. It, it angers me that Kenny Pickett is as I mean, some of his numbers are due been. to the fact that he had an offensive coordinator that didn't know how to use him, didn't know how to run that offense the way that it should be run. He but actually then. threw for 70 yards in his last game. That's yeah. the number that he threw. Yeah. So. Just come on. Now, granted, I think, was he hurt in that game? I guess he was. Well, the, he has been hurt, but it's it's still like he'll come back because isn't it a concussion? Is uh, I that thought what it was? was a hand, but maybe. A hand I, issue? Honestly, there are so many quarterback injuries right now that I, don't know, I, can't, I can't remember who's I, injured I with what. Can't determine what's who's going to be back, who's not. I just oh, the quarterback's out. I think it's fair though to put him in this category because yeah. I don't know that he's been put on. I don't think he's been put on IR, right. and so we're we're still going to talk about him. And he's you know played enough this year yeah. to where 
you've got another year of data on Kenny Pickett to make a determination on how good or bad he is. I think, I think it was him last year that we were like, yeah, let's just kind of wait and see. Well, we're there being too many harsh. guys like that were getting time as rookies, right? Because no. it wasn't really a big rookie class it wasn't. last year. Um, so I mean, it was. I was back and forth between those two, but yeah, Kenny Pickett's probably the one to put on the list because of uh, of the future that he could have there. And the fact that it's got to get better if the Steelers are going to be a dangerous team, they'll still make the playoffs. I think. Because are they at, are they at seven and six or eight and five? That's because they were eight and five. There's a number of I know. Oh the, wait, no, Browns. The are eight Browns are eight and five, and, and they're the, the Steelers, same team. Yeah, they have a defense. They don't have a quarterback. They have won some games. They've got a quarterback now. Joe, Joe Flacco. Flacco baby. Is he in your top five? Uh, I thought about it. Did the, <laughs> did, you did not. No, I didn't. The Browns... He's uh, in the top five in my heart. Dang. Yeah. The Browns don't play the Ravens again this regular season. No. I don't believe. No. That sucks. No. Why is that? Why? That's like the Cardinals... It was very early. They got, they got those uh, matchups done very early. October 1st, they played. Ravens won 28-3. to well, yeah, And they, and they played, played November 12th. Like week, yeah. yeah. So, I mean... Dang it. I think... I think that's my list, uh, finishing out with Kenny Pickett. Is yours the of, same? Yeah, like it's uh, we, same we've five quarterbacks. 31 and 32. Who, like you mentioned Josh Dobbs. Uh, I can't do that to my guy That's that that just got benched for Nick Mullins, but he's been pretty <laughs> terrible. And he's a placeholder, too. Like, right. He's not really um, the, the if you – a team might get him as a starter, but not as their future All guy. of these guys were drafted. All the five guys are, are young quarterbacks. That's – the fact that we can make this list – is probably part of what's wrong with the NFL right now in terms of how many games we have looked at and said that's not even watchable. Yeah. Like that was such a bad game. How many times have we said that this year? It's because these five guys were all drafted in the first. Desmond Ritter was not a first round pick, but he was like a third or fourth he round pick. He was one of the first quarterbacks taken, I thought. That was not a heavy, heavy quarterback year last year. Yeah. And so we're saying, yeah, all these young guys are not painting out and all the good ones are injured. <laughs> so. You have a bad combination right now in the NFL, but that's where it is. I mean, that's the reality of where it is, and maybe next year's quarterback draft class, I know people are high on Caleb Williams. I know people are high on Drake May. I don't understand why Jaden Daniels is not getting more hype in terms of like the mock draft people and what they say. It's like 28. He'll be... Uh, what? No, he's not. He's like old. How old is he actually, though? He's like 20... I'm looking, he's literally 22 years old. What are you talking about? He's like 50. About? He'll turn 23 this week. He's, he's been in college football for like ever. And he turns 23 later on this week. That's not old. He'll be just fine. It's not like he's Hendon Hooker, who was actually like 26 or so when the when he got drafted. But I'm going to say Jaden Daniels is a top five pick before it's all said and done. All right. What do you think about that? No, think I that's think possible? Yeah. And I think whoever gets him, he could be the be- he could be the best quarterback in this class. I'm counting Caleb Williams as part of that. That I can see that happening. Who's got more of a dog in him, producer Chris? Caleb Williams or Jaden Daniels? Um, Caleb Williams. <laughs> he writes cuss words on his fingers. His I don't comments. know, man. I, yeah, that, I do. I do enjoy that about him. I don't know. Uh, Jaden Daniels does it in the SEC. Jaden Daniels, Daniels already did it in the Pac-12, and he jumped over to the SEC at a big-time program. He's going to be the one that I'm going to. I'm. I want to see what people say because he's not going to end up on this bottom five list in a year. And I would play Jaden Daniels. I don't even care. I, he's the kind of quarterback that I would play right away, just like Anthony Richardson. But I think is actually good, right? And Anthony Richardson, I know he's been injured all year, but he looked better in the NFL as well, like Will Levis, than I thought he would, than you thought he would. But I think Jaden Daniels is actually going to do that. And 
like you can see the signs of it coming. I don't know. Well, those are our bottom five NFL quarterbacks. A lot of uh, agreement between Brandon and I on that front. I hate how young they all are. That's just sad for the league. Yeah, it's not a great future for that. But we'll talk about the top five quarterbacks uh, coming up uh, after this Tommy break. Tommy DeVito, Joe well, Flacco. I mean, very clearly, we'll, we'll try to fit them in somehow. C.J. Stroud? In the, maybe, Question mark? Yeah, Andy? We'll just have to wait to find out. Okay, He's got a uh, smile on his face that. right now. We'll just have to see. Uh, that'll be coming up next uh, here on the big show. But first, we'll hear from Cosmo back at the Columbia Mall for the Commerce Bank one-for-one holiday food drive on KTGR. You're listening to the Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. Well, we did the bottom five just a moment ago. And now the intense primetime NFL music for the top five NFL quarterbacks, according to Brendan and me here on the big show, KTGR. Which one are you? You're the other one, right? Yeah, I'm the Andy. Other. I yeah. am the other one. Yeah. Got it. I am the secondary one. That's um, <laughs> not, not say, how I see it. No, it's, it's how it feels I'm, sometimes. I'm, I'm just sitting here chilling, man. That's uh, every once in a while. But we just did the bottom five, and I thought it was fairly, fairly simple. I had a lot of trouble trying to figure this one out for the top. Oh, the five. top? Yeah, I had a lot of trouble. Yeah, why do we have so much agreement on the bottom five when we thought the parameters were going to be kind of right, dicey? Yeah. All right, so let's go five to one or one to five. What, what, what do we want to do here? I guess five to one. Okay. You want to start? I'll go start. Ahead. Brock Purdy, I put it five. Okay. Here's All my right. reasoning. Do yeah. I think he's better than the names above him? I don't. But you can't ignore him anymore. Like, yeah. that's kind of where I'm at. I don't know. Maybe you did ignore him. But I decided not to. But if he wins MVP, I'm going to be upset. Because I think that I, I think that would... Now, I know there's four weeks left of the season. Yeah. But I also look at that 49ers team and be like, come on. Oh, Sam Darnold boy. could have won MVP with that team. I, like... So that's, I'm still, maybe that's not fair to Purdy. Would we be saying that about Brock Purdy if he wasn't the last pick in the draft? No. No, we wouldn't. But I'm not ready to put him above some of these other guys, so I put him number five. Oh, man. Don't change your list. Like, be true to yourself here. No, no, it's okay I, I'm if it's still different. true to myself. What okay. you were saying did not change my opinion okay. on Brock Purdy, on where I was going to put him, yeah, or you, at least try to put him on this list. You put him 17th, regardless. He's not a, no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Exactly. Um, fine. I'll do it. CJ Stroud, number five, oh! baby. Let's go. Okay. Afterwards, you got to tell me who you were waffling between okay. on that. All right. On putting. All him right. In. Yeah, it sounds good. But uh, I, I'm maybe living more in the moment. Here That's with, fine. With this list, I've done this before when we've done these. You yeah. know that I like, I'm kind of that way too. I'm living a little bit more in the moment, and in the moment, it feels good. <laughs> C.J. Stroud is throwing for a whole lot of yards and a whole lot of touchdowns and not making mistakes. He's not turning the ball over. He's got the lowest interception percentage in the NFL. That's amazing. Uh, So he's asked to throw quite a bit. So I'm going to I'm going to give him a lot of credit for that. The the Texans run game has not been all that impressive this year. No, it hasn't. So I'm. I'm giving C.J. Stroud a lot of uh, credit here. I know he's got some better weapons around him. Nico Collins has looked better. I mean, Tank Dell's a great yeah, but, addition, but he's out for the rest of the season, and yeah, Stroud still can still uh, sling it. They did lose to the Jets, but, I mean, yeah, yeah everybody loses to the Jets, The right? Eagles did it. Yeah. It was cool first when they did exactly. it. So. So, That's interesting, Andy, because you mentioned the weapons that Stroud has. Like, nobody thought those guys were weapons six months ago. No. 
Tank Dell, like people were excited Nico about. Collins, I think Nico fine. Collins, yeah. no. So I think Stroud has honestly made those guys. It's it's always the chicken or the egg. Did the quarterback make the receiver, or vice versa? And in, in reality, I think it's part of, partially both. But I'm honestly more inclined to credit the quarterback. You got to be able to get the guys the football, and C.J. Stroud has done that. So he's not on my top five. I feel kind of bad because I wanted to go there, but I yeah. I couldn't leave Brock Purdy off, and I wasn't leaving the other four guys off either. So, yeah, no Stroud for me, but I have Lamar at number four, Lamar Jackson. Okay, all right. Lamar, that's a good pick. Yeah, I think that's a reasonable guy to I have really in the top five. I really can't argue much with that. You might have him higher, I don't know, but I, I've got him in there. I do have him in there. I'll get to him. Okay. Brock Purdy is my fourth. Okay. Yeah, Brock Purdy is in there as my fourth best quarterback uh, for a lot of the reasons you said. And look, I don't think he gets enough credit because he actually, and the numbers have been crunched on this. I don't have them in front of me. But everyone's saying, well, he just tosses short to some of these great receivers and yeah. they all run with the ball. That's not true. It's not true. Like He's <laughs> delivering the ball through the air to these guys. And, his, and the yards after catch for the 49ers is lower. He's benefiting less from yards after the catch than Patrick Mahomes is right now. Yeah. Like, so I'm I'm in. Like, he's he deserves the credit. He deserves the recognition that he's getting as an MVP candidate. I think it's time to, to believe in him is the real deal. I think that's fair. Um, I do. And, and for me with Lamar, some of the throws that he made on Sunday were yeah. crazy. Like, yeah. the arm angles and everything. I know the Ravens needed overtime to win that game. But I put him. I had to put him above Brock Purdy just because I feel like there's more of a track record there. But it, like Brock Purdy, if he just continues to do well, is going to be in that category before too long. So I don't think it's crazy to have yeah. him. Like you could have put him at number one, and I would have been like, I I personally can't do it. But I don't. I, I don't can't just sit here and say that you're wrong about that. So sure. yeah. All right. Uh, we're doing our top five, bottom five NFL quarterbacks here. 875-KTGR if you want to text in yours. I don't know if when I say this name for number three, you're going to have a reaction or or if we're going to be in this kind of same boat on this. There's only one way to find out. Well, I put Mahomes at number three. I did too. Okay. Yeah. Because it's like a combination of we know he's actually the best one. He is number one. Yeah. But like right now, he's yeah. not. So I couldn't. But again, it's put a down year. But again, you also can't drop him that far because a down year for Patrick Mahomes is eighth in the league in passing yards. Yeah, he's thrown some picks. He's up to 11 picks right now. It's maybe a high number for him. 23 wow. touchdowns is tied for fifth. That's a lot of the picks. Touchdown percentage is still top 10. They ask him to throw a ton. He's got no run game. He's got no receivers. And again, if he had receivers this year, they'd be eleven and two. If you gave him C.J. Stroud's weapons, yeah. Now here's the question, though: If would you trade the weapons one for one? Like you have to give up Kelsey too. Would that? Would you still take the Texans group? I think the answer is yes. Now, if Tank Dell is healthy, if he's not, then that's different. You're really thinking hard on this. Yeah, I mean the Kelsey effect is so because. Teams play it differently when Kelsey's not in the field. Um, but Houston but I, has more depth. There's more than one guy. And, and look, they've got a tight end, too. Dalton Schultz has been playing well this year. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I'd say probably, yes, I'd do it in the moment uh, if you if held you, my feet to the fire. If you let but, me watch Mahomes throw to Nico Collins and Tank Dell, I would have a lot of fun. That can work. So, I'm going to say yes. Absolutely. Uh, all right, so we agreed there. Who's your number two? This, there's no way this guy's on your list. But you know what? It, to be the best, you got to beat the best. And Josh Allen beat the best. So I'm putting Josh Allen back.
back in the picture, baby. He's at number two for me. Be the best in the regular season. Good well, for you. Let's do this again in February, and maybe my list All will be right. different. But yeah, if they make it to February. Things, exactly. Right they now, were supposed to make it last year, right. and they didn't get past the I'm Panthers. buying Sorry. it on my guy. It'll look dumb in a couple I can't, weeks. I can't do it. He is not in my list. Lamar Jackson is my number two. That makes sense. And, uh, and Now we're talking. Oh, for all the reasons. And he's he's making winning plays this year. Like, yeah. uh, he is becoming more of a reason why the Ravens are where they are. And it, it, look, it was it, it was more of a team effort, I think, in past years. And sometimes that broke down a little bit. Oh, is Lamar going to come through? In these? He's coming through now. Yeah, I mean, there's no question. Lamar Jackson's job on that game-winning punt yeah. return was just incredible. I mean, he did. No, All right, well, that the was, way that this is going... I that think was we, a joke. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't on the field for the game-winning punt return. Yeah. All right, fine. I think now, the way this is going, I think we have the same number one, too, I suppose. My MVP is number one for me. Hell is yeah. he number one for you? I think he is number one for me, too. It Dak is Prescott. one Dak Prescott. Yep. I, there's no argument right now. Like, right now... What a world. <laughs> what a world we live in. Remember Man, when people six were months like... Ago, Remember when people were like, Dak Prescott really messed up on like that pick six to the Jaguars last year? Yeah, when we were just like starved, bounced off the receivers. When hand. we were starved for football in June and we were like, what is Dak Prescott actually going to do things for the Cowboys this year? Who knows? You don't even have to go back that far. Go to October 8th when he oh, yeah. was terrible against the 49ers. Yeah, like it, That happened. But ever since then, man, he's been fantastic. Yeah, right now playing like the best quarterback in the league. And usually when you're the best quarterback in the league, you're MVP. He hasn't thrown an interception since November 12th. That's crazy, man. That's really That's good. Crazy. A month it, without a pick? Yeah, oh, and he's got a bunch of touchdowns. He's only got 11 more months to catch up to Brady Cook, but, uh, you know, I digress. <laughs> there it is. Oh, boy. Our top five, bottom five NFL QBs. Tell us where you uh, agree or disagree. No Jalen Hurts. No, Jalen Hurts I, again. He's not playing back that well this year. He's not playing very well. I did leave out Joe Burrow because of the injury. It's maybe not fair. And I left but, out Joe Flacco, which probably isn't fair either. I probably true. should have had him in there. You, you, I, I was going to think if you were going to have a way to wiggle Trevor Lawrence in here, but no. Uh, I, this is so dumb. But I'm still mad at him for not just using a cart to leave the field. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's a dumb reason to leave a guy off a list. He's going to throw for 500 yards in a couple weeks when he plays the Bucks. by the way, yeah. because that pass defense is so bad. But who was the name, like, when you were straining to put, was it to put Stroud in that you it weren't was, sure? Or? It was Hurts. Okay. It was Jalen Hurts. Because, I mean, the, he does have a bit more of a track record. Uh, but, again, last year was an unbelievable MVP-type season for Jalen Hurts, a year that he didn't ultimately win the MVP, but he was very much worthy of it. And... But but that was kind of the first real sign of like oh okay the Eagles are going to be okay with their quarterback situation yeah um, because there were question marks before that so I mean he's he's vaulted himself to a big time uh, standing in in the NFL QB rankings but you know if you falter from that after one awesome year then you maybe take a hit he's still top ten and if he's we make this there. list in the off season yeah. he would probably be probably in my makes de facto my list. top yeah. five yeah. but right now we're doing right now lists and he's not in mine. 875-KTGR, give us your list. Sam texted in, Justin Fields, question mark. No, sorry, Sam. Where would he land, uh, though? Give Throw Sam a bone here. You know throw what? The, I'm going to be real. He's in my top 12. I think that's fine. I, I mean, don't, yeah, it's, he has the talent. You could that. wiggle me into top 10, honestly. He's certainly in my top 15. Um, but then are we talking about like including guys like Burrow and the injured players? It's, I would. It's close. Like In the off season, I think Justin Fields would be... Very close like to my in, top 12. It, yeah, things 
going. He's got the st- way. upside still. Health not a factor. Yeah. Everybody's got their two deep at quarterback. I think he's in the top half. Uh, the teams are going to want uh, that's why he's still talked about in these trade conversations because I think teams would want to entertain that with the, if the Bears are willing to do that but we'll see but I don't know sorry Sam to talk about Justin Fields trade rumors but you know you asked he's a stealer man that's what's coming <laughs> oh man the big show's on at 542 KTGR and com. well give us your list of top five bottom five NFL quarterbacks we've got a live local sports center coming up and then up next we expect to hear final numbers from the Commerce Bank One for One Holiday Food Drive over at the Columbia Mall, we'll check in with uh, all the guys over there and find out how big the night uh, has been uh, for the One for One Holiday Food Drive. And again, still time to donate. Go to ktgr.com and find all the details. After this live local sports center, you are listening to the Big Show podcast on ktgr.com. Well, we're coming down to the wire at our Commerce Bank one-for-one holiday food drive. Again, go and get all the details at ktgr.com to uh, make your last-minute donations uh, up until uh, 6 o'clock. You'll still have other ways to, to donate, by the way. It's not just the absolute end of donating to the food bank. You can donate afterwards as well. Uh, but we'd love to get them in uh, here to support the one-for-one holiday food drive, 573-875-KTGR. You can text food to that number to get a direct donation link. Thanks to uh, Dunkel Distributing. You can also call the Missouri Pork Association phone bank at 573-447-6600. And in a minute, we're going to get uh, final numbers from the food bank for Central and Northeast Missouri over at the Columbia Mall over at the food drive uh, in just a few minutes or so. Uh, so we'll be uh, standing by for that. But uh, want to also talk a little bit, Brendan, about uh, you know later on tonight we've got the schedule release. Oh for, yeah, for the SEC uh, for 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 twenty twenty four football. It I, I've seen this. Uh, beat around as well it's a lot more like the nfl now the way they're doing this because they gave some easter eggs earlier in the week i saw some on the manning cast yeah they said oh these these particular matchups are going to be on this date and uh, they decided to release a like when alabama georgia was going to be on good morning america this morning it's like it's good oh yeah and then it's all leading up to tonight the sec knows what they're doing that's all well and they also get a chance to be on one Network essentially like ESPN, ABC. I was going to ask too. if we think like for as much as we like the nostalgia of the CBS broadcast, the music, everything that goes sure. along with that. Yeah. I think it's going to be something that can take the league to the next level. Almost that it's going to control everything. It doesn't have to defer to TV networks like the TV network. It's all in one place now. I think that can honestly serve them well. And you're seeing kind of an example of that already with the the way they're doing the schedule reveal, which I think is smart. Yeah, and we're also, and, and Stuart Mandel pointed this out, uh, writes for The Athletic, because they released the time for Alabama and Georgia, too. Like, it's going to be a 6.30 kick on whatever date it's going to be. Do you think we're getting all the times? I don't think Why tonight. Not? I don't think we're getting them tonight. Yeah. But we're going to get they? them earlier than we did the, the last few well, years or so. To answer Chris's question of why wouldn't they, like, what if a team they expect to be great isn't as good? Isn't like, as good. You, wanna... you still want to be able to have flexibility. Still, yes. you can, like, flex that already. That's what literally what the Chiefs and Patriots That's did. What the like, NFL does. Sure. Yeah. Like, you can, have, you can tinker here and there. It's It might be easier to do that because everything is on one entity. I'll think that they maybe release half the schedule instead of like that because they usually go first three weeks yeah. before the season starts 
I might think they go half the schedule. Or we'll see like if that. they do that. But the other Just side do of the it, whole schedule, it would be nice to do the whole schedule. Sure. But like, also could end up going the other way where they they can flex stuff even later because they control yeah. everything. Would they? I mean, they I could, mean, well, they've they essentially could flex things as early as the week of. Yeah. And, and Will say, they use that more often? I wonder. Right. Yeah. I I don't know, but it'll uh, be interesting. I ABC. Here's the thing. ABC, you can still get it free over the air. I tell everybody, get your digital antenna. Yeah. It's like 20 bucks at the store, and then you can watch all those local things, even if you don't have, you know, whatever, because sometimes there's like a contract dispute or whatever. Like, you, I enjoy that at least it'll be accessible to people, and you, you won't just have to have like a cable subscription to be able to watch that, that game of the week. Because if you take that away, that gets a little bit we're, – we're too far into a new age for me, but it'll still – They'll find a way to make it cool. It'll be cool on ABC, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, and we'll uh, find a way to milk more and more out of this uh, later on uh, tonight. Always. Uh, with, the, with the schedule reveal. Two-hour special. Hey, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to watch? Uh, once, once they reveal the whole schedule, I'm, I'm going to tune I out. Know, I man, say, are you? Like, I, does it need to be two hours? One's fine. I'll just keep my eye on Twitter, and they'll tell me what I need to know. I don't think I'm actually going to tune in for the <laughs> What do you mean? Reveal. It's an SEC product. I know. You should watch it. Are you Are you joking and poking fun at the fact that I'm, like, Captain SEC? Yeah. I need, like, the Rob Lowe, um, yeah. like, SEC hat. He wore the NFL yeah. branded hat. But as I say this, Andy, I, Chris is not in the same studio as me. Andy is. You'll. Ne- I could give you 20 guesses, and you would not guess the T-shirt that I'm wearing here. But I bought this T-shirt. Because oh, I thought it would boy. be really funny. Wow! Read the year on this. That's twenty twenty. Uh, it's a twenty twenty SEC tournament. How'd you get this? T-shirt. Did you get it for free? I feel a, like a you tournament could. which was not played. Twenty twenty. My goodness! I they feel like you had to pay like five dollars for COVID, it. But I saw the T-shirt online for like three bucks. So it's funny you mentioned so that, Chris. Sorry. I'm wearing I'm wearing SEC apparel as we speak. Not affiliated with anyone. Such team. a good one, though. I love it D- because of the tournament not actually yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah, like they, I think they like played exist. a game on the Wednesday, like the opening night, and then that was it. That was the only game you got. And so uh, I was like, <laughs> I want they, a shirt for like that game that says I was here on. Yeah, it. <laughs> they had all this merch, <laughs> and so I, when I was scouring the whatever websites, kind of sell that kind of stuff. It was like three bucks. I'm like, okay, there's no way I'm not going to buy this. Gosh. It's too funny not to. Yeah, I, I mean it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting how they how they do it tonight. I hope that they don't do it like they used to do it with the NCAA tournament. They wait thirty minutes and then they actually start revealing teams. Oh, you know like that. that's what's gonna that's happen. Probably though. what they're gonna do. You know that's what's the rush because they know that the people that really care about it are gonna stay tuned in if they only drop breadcrumbs throughout. Yeah, and they know that the people that aren't gonna tune in are. You know, just going to follow on Twitter, and so they'll get the information when they get it. It's not like the games are tomorrow; they're like you know half a year from now. So yeah, they're going to they're going to milk it for all it's worth, and I can't really blame them. Like this is good kind of counter programming for this week where there's no bowl games. So yeah. you take it eight seven five KTGR if you want to call or text us here. We'll we'll try to get final numbers for you from the Commerce Bank one for one holiday food drive. Um, uh, we'll we'll try to get them uh, when we can, but um, we might be running out of time here uh, to to go out there. But Ooh. we'll try we'll try the best. But um, uh, I, I'm ready to uh, to see what what happens with the schedule reveal, and um, we'll we'll kind of go from there. But um, I. I Again, over under number blues. of primetime slots for Mizzou football. What? Oh, oh, over under for well, primetime. We, we won't. We won't. Know that I don't today. know if we'll know that today. I don't think they'll release the full times like the, today, the like TV we were maybe schedule. thinking. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm just. I hope that's the case. Okay, I'm going to switch this up. 
What's that? I got to talk about the Shohei Otani deal. $700 million, we know that. Did you see the news from AP where they said Shohei can actually opt out of this contract if the controlling owner or Andrew Friedman, who is the president of baseball operations, should lose their roles with the team? How Ooh. great of a of a move is that if you're Andrew Friedman? Like, hey, best player in the world. You got to agree that if I get fired, you can leave. <laughs> now they're never going <laughs> to... Like, this guy's got... Job security better than anybody at this insane point. Insane amount of power. That and I don't even know. Oh can you opt gosh. out of a contract that doesn't pay you until twenty thirty four? Like, you're, he right? Get How his do money you do anyway. that? It's I don't. A, I'm not understanding. Can we test that theory? The contract gets weirder every day. With the more details well, that come I'll out say, about if it, you the, can the screw this up uh, far enough, does it give Andrew Friedman all that security? Because if you screw up the roster and or you don't you don't make the roster good enough to win a championship with Shohei Otani and that deferred contract and the ability to they're going to win it the world the series. They should. They're going to win it this year. Okay. Can I? I mean, it, okay. They're getting Tyler Without Glass Shohei now pitching? potentially. That trade is is pitching maybe has in been the their issue. That's I, the thing, keeping guys healthy. But they're going to sign Yamamoto and Glass right, now. I believe right. I saw today. Hopefully I'm not Biff Buffers on this, but I didn't see who sent it. But I think when they had their meeting with with uh, Yamamoto that Otani was in the meeting, yeah. I think I saw that. So the Dodgers are probably – that's why you scheduled the contract the way that they did. It's just going to end up being everybody – yeah, this is – talking baseball put it out, so they didn't get Biff Buffers. Fabian Ardai is who, who said it. Shohei Otani, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman all attended yesterday's Dodgers meeting with Yamamoto. They're getting him. And they're going to trade well, for Glass yeah. now and have yeah, a good yeah. rotation, uh, the best one, two, three in their lineup in baseball. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Shohei, they're going to win I the mean, World it, Series. Again, it looked really great when they went and got Scherzer at the deadline and everything like that. I've seen them with stacked rotations before, and it didn't work out. I'm just they're going to they're going to healthy. You're talking about all those pitchers. But I don't know about Yamamoto's history, but. Definitely Glass now. Definitely Otani. Talking about the health issues of Glass pitching. is in the name. So exactly. That's... that's that's what I'm saying. So it, it, on paper, looks great. Let me see it play out first and win a playoff round first, and then we'll talk. Same. Thank you for joining us. Tiger Talk is up next. Women's basketball Tiger Talk with Robin Pinchton coming up at the top of the hour, and then at seven o'clock uh, with Dennis Gates uh, for the men's basketball Tiger Talk. So. Join us for that. Thank you for joining us and donating today for the Commerce Bank one-for-one holiday food drive. You can still donate by going to KTGR.com right now. He's Brendan. He's producer Chris. I'm Andy. We're done for now.